Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Uh, 105.3 FM HD2. This is Tom Fitzmorris with the second course of The Food Show. It's our program about eating and about drinking about going to restaurants, about uh, eating candy bars. Hey, did you hear that story about um, about the, what they call conversation hearts? I didn't know they had a name. They were, I think they they used to go under a, a different name that wasn't quite as formal as that. It was a uh, Valentine's Day. They they came out in Valentine's Day and they made a lot of money uh, for the company that made them. But that company. Um, uh, didn't quite make it itself. It got bought out not too many years ago. They were the same people who made Neko's. I always pronounced it Nico. Is it Nico or Neko? N-E-C-C-O. And uh, what that was was the uh, New England Contemporary. No, it was New England Candy Company. That's what that stood for. That was the name of the company. Anyhow, they made those candies, and they were shaped like little hearts, and they were made out of some sort of candy that was, let's just say it didn't have a lot of uh, a lot of moxie when it came to how good it was. They were, you know, pretty ordinary. But they had a little thing written on each one, uh, you know, things like love you, marry me, you know, things like that. Although I always thought, I, every time of year this comes around, I, I recall one of them. And, and so we're, we're going back to like the 1960s, okay? Much more innocent time. Also a time when a lot of things were a lot different from the way they are now. And I remember seeing on a number of occasions, not just once, uh, these, these uh, hearts that said, I'm gay. But I don't think they, as a matter of fact, I'm sure they did not mean what that would mean today. They would mean you're happy. <laughs> you know, just that's that's it. Uh, but uh, even back then, we thought it was kind of funny. But but uh, we were we were kids back then. This would would have been when I was 12 or 13 or 14, seeing that and thought, hmm, that's funny. I bet you they'll they'll stop doing that someday. And sure enough, they did. I don't think they've had that in a long time. Our number is 2606368. Nobody ever liked us. Did anybody like Neko's for any reason other than to pretend that you were at a, a priest at mass and that was the host? I think a lot of kids did that. Uh, but other than that, I, you know, it's, it was not one of the great candies of the world. They used to make candy cigarettes, too, did they? Or was that somebody else? That might have been somebody else. You know, there's a lot of really awful candy out there. Uh, what's good? You know, I, I, that's not something I eat too often. Candy bars. I mean, if I'm going to, if I'm going to have something delicious uh, and very sweet, I'm going to have something that is really delicious, really delicious. Like, let's see. Well, I tell you what. Why don't we poll the audience here and say what what candy? What? You know, we're talking about candy, and I'll let you be the person who defines what constitutes candy. 
Which ones do you think are really, really great and worth eating at all? Two six zero six three six eight. It's uh, Valentine's Day is the fourteenth of next month. Uh, get ready for that. It's coming, and you can't stop it. So uh, you may as well do something about it. I have a, a situation in my house in that uh, my wife's birthday is in in uh, December, which is great. It's December seventh or the no December. 9th. It's 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 uh, what it is is. Uh, Pearl Harbor Day, so that makes it easy to remember. Uh, but then we have all kinds of things clustered up right around then. That was our wedding reception, our wedding, uh, 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 our anniversary there is right around there. And then you have Valentine's, and then uh, there's one other thing, too. Uh-oh. <laughs> I just realized I can't remember what the other thing was. But uh, anyhow, <clears throat> there's three things that have to be satisfied, and you can't say, okay, dear, uh, we're just going to go to a really, really special restaurant. We'll have that count as uh, not just our wedding day, uh, our wedding anniversary, and also Valentine's Day, but also, oh, what's the other thing? Maybe there isn't one. Uh, anyway, you can't get away with that, guys. It's, no, it's, her birthday is okay. We got that covered. That's, that's uh, Pearl Harbor Day. And that's well spaced apart. Two six zero six three six eight. We are uh, we have decided what we're doing to celebrate our thirtieth anniversary, uh, which is coming up, and it will have us disappearing from the show for about two weeks. And I can't wait to do that. It's going to be uh, that's going to be a great article to write too. And not and she knows that because she's a writer as well. Two six zero six three six eight. Uh, our gourmet gazetteer, we flip that open and take a look at what's inside. A gazetteer looks like a dictionary or an encyclopedia, but what it does that's different is that it only talks about places. So it's like cities, towns, rivers, mountains, you know, things like that. That's the kind of thing you'd read about in a gazetteer. And so I'm always looking for places that have food-related names. And so we come to a town called Eatonton, E-A-T-O-N-T-O-N, Eatonton, I figure. It starts off with eat. Uh, it's a town of 6,500 people in central Georgia, 77 miles southeast of Atlanta. It's the seat of Put uh, Putnam County, W. Truett Cathy, who was the founder of Chick-fil-A, uh, was born there in 1921. Eatonton was also the home of two famous writers, Joel Chandler Harris, who was the creator of the Uncle Remus and Br'er Rabbit uh, stories, and also Alice Walker, who wrote The Color Purple, and it's named for William Eaton, E-A-T-O-N, the hero of the late 1700s against the Barbary Pirates, the place to eat in Eatonton since there is no Chick-fil-A in Eatonton. Now that's, now, that's a point that somebody missed. There really ought to be, of all places, because that's where he came from, uh, the guy who started the Chick-fil-A uh, chain, uh, W. Truett Cathy. Uh, that's where he's from. Uh, anyway, it's another in our series of gourmet gazetteer places whose names begin with Eat. And that one, uh, that one does. Two six zero six three six eight. 
Anything on your mind about food? If you've eaten anything good lately, call me and tell me all about it. I want to know because I want to go there too. You know, I'm with no sense in keeping that secret. I, I feel like I have to say this every few days. If uh, if you have a recipe, the dumbest, stupidest, greed, stupidest, greediest, most ridiculous thing you can possibly do with a great recipe is to keep it a secret. I don't know why anybody other than maybe a chain restaurant, they're, they're about the only ones that really, they'll never share a recipe with you uh, because, the, you know, it's all kind of secret stuff that uh, gets their food costs down to certain levels. You know, it's stuff like that you wouldn't care about anyway. Uh, but everything else is wide open, seems to me, and uh, and they ought to, you ought to give them out if you've got them. And the most poignant aspect of this is that if you have – uh, a mom or a dad or a grandmother or a, an aunt or a friend or a, just a chef that you know, maybe. And uh, they make something that you just love to eat. I say to you, find that recipe and tell everybody you know, especially the other people that are associated with this uh, this guy or this girl. And the best way to do it, especially if they're getting on in years, is you call them up and you say, hey, listen, uh, Aunt, Aunt Una, I, I want to come over and, uh, and watch you uh, how you cook your split pea soup because I always love your split pea soup. Can you possibly, uh, I want to watch you do it. I want to measure everything. And she said, well, no, you don't need to do that. And I said, I know I, I don't, you don't need to do it, but I do because I don't know how you make it. But I'm going to bring you everything you need. Tell me what you need. I'll go to the store. I'll bring it all there. I'll, I'll cover the expenses. And we'll make it up, and I'll write down the recipe. And then I'll send copies of it to everybody we know. And maybe we'll make a bunch of these, and we'll give them out to other family members. And believe me, you're going to make a lot of people happy by doing something like that. And I strongly recommend it. And if you say, well, what have you done along those lines, Tom? Well, if you buy a copy of my book, my cookbook, Tom Fitzmorris's New Orleans Food, you will find that there are something like about 30 recipes in there that were I can really credit my mother to having come up. Those are her recipes, bang, bang, bang. So if you know anything about my mother and you remember her food being good, it really was good, and that's where the recipes are, right, in that book. They're also on our website here. They can get that for free, so I'm not, not being greedy about this. Did you say somebody was on hold? I don't think I heard that, but I, I'm always wishing that you were telling me that. 260-6368. It's nice being here talking about food with you, restaurants, cooking, wine. Uh, in the first hour of the program, we had a little technical error for a second when there was a lightning bolt outside. That happens every now and then. Not much we can do about it. Uh, anyway, uh, we are sponsored by Felix's. Oh, no, no, that's that's really not right. Felix, okay, we can take Felix, means happy. Uh, how about Felix's restaurant? That's That'll that'll work too. Felix, the old timers call it that, and so that's why I call it that. And they have been on Iberville Street between Bourbon and Royal for a long, long time, since 1937. They have oysters on the half shell, and it's the place where I ate the first oysters on the raw oysters, the first ones in my life right there, and I've been eating there ever since. They're really good at the oysters raw, 
they have this great neon sign that says, "This it is uh, now our uh, oysters, yeah, oysters are, letter R, in season. Famous place. A lot of people uh, visiting New Orleans take a picture of that neon sign for some reason. Anyway, they are there, but they are also at another place. They have taken over the, the restaurant that used to be Brisby's. This was out uh, right on the edge of the lake there in Lakeview or Lake Sh- Lake Lakeside or Lakeshore. What do we call that? Lakefront. The Lakeshore Drive. That's it. And uh, it's, I don't know, the, the weather doesn't really suit going out there right now, but as soon as things start warming up a little bit and the rain stops, uh, there it will be. And uh, you can really enjoy it and watch the uh, watch the sunset and look at the cars moving across the causeway and all that. Great place to eat. Both of them are really. It's Felix's or Felix at the lakefront and in the French Quarter, as they have been for a long time. Felix means happy. Two six zero six three six eight. Bum 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 bum. Let's see physiology of eating. Uh, that's one of our rarely used departments over here. Today's the birthday of nutritionist Ansel Keys, K-E-Y-S, whose experiments with World War II sea rations led him to, to discover that overeating saturated fats can lead to heart disease. Boy, you hear about that all the time. This is not something you need to be told, I guess. Anyway, um, we, we we all know that, I think, don't we? He later wrote, wrote another book, this Ansel, A-N-C-E-L, Keys, K-E-Y-S, uh, and it was called The Benevolent Bean. And his thought was, if you ate a lot of beans, I'm sure you would have the result that uh, everybody is thinking about right now and making noise all over the place. But that's not what he was thinking about. Uh, he was of the opinion, as a matter of fact, he has very much been proven to be correct, is that if you have a diet that has a lot of beans in it, uh, you have usually a very, very good thing to be eating. Uh, and it can be a, just about any bean you want, but they're all real good for you. And uh, it's no secret and it's no uh, coincidence that when the first uh, uh, crops that were ever grown by the human race uh, began to appear, they tended to be beans, uh, most notably chickpeas uh, like the, uh, are used to make, uh, what do we make with chickpeas again? Uh, it's a show, uh, no, that's not it. It's, uh, uh, boy, that, that's a strange thing to draw a, a blank on. Uh, anyway, uh, hummus, we make hummus with that. And uh, also uh, lentil beans. Uh, have been uh, eaten since truly ancient times, before languages were around even. And uh, and that's real good for you, too. And you know what's one of the great miracles of eating and cooking? Lentils, you, you can't do anything wrong with lentils, near as I can tell. If I were to give you the ingredients for, for uh, making uh, a, a soup out of lentils, even if you don't know how to cook, I'll bet you you come up with a good version of them. It's just foolproof. We had a busy first hour. We're not having so busy a second hour. I don't know why that is. I'll never. I'll go to my grave and still know what it takes 
and still not know what it takes to get people to call us or not to call us. I don't know. 260-6368 is our telephone number. Uh, during that last uh, uh, line of uh, commercials, you heard one talking about the uh, the rugby league uh, and the rugby team that we have around here. And I don't know the details of this because I, I can't say I follow it. It's, I'm not really a sports kind of a guy. Uh, but uh, you might be interested in knowing this. Uh, the guy who was, um, I, I know, I don't know what he played in the team, but I imagine that it was something kind of important. Um, uh, Ian McNulty uh, was part of the team that was world champions of rugby, and they were located here in New Orleans. Who knew? Uh, but the reason I bring him up uh, is that the other thing that he is known for is that he's uh, one of the other restaurant critics in the city, and, and, a, and a good one at that. He writes for the uh, for the other newspaper, the not the old newspaper, but the new newspaper. Although it's the Advocate is is actually kind of old even of itself, because well, whatever. Two six zero six three six eight. You know, we ought to get him on the program one of these days. Maybe even get him the guest host. I, oh, we might get in trouble for that. I don't know. I'll have to look. Uh, hey, Ian, if you're out there, call me and, uh, and let me ask you that. 260-6368 is our telephone number. We'd love to hear from you about uh, eating and, and cooking and all the rest of it. There is uh, a series of uh, dinners that are coming up. Uh, oh, actually, I'm sorry, I read this wrong. This is on uh, Thursday the 7th, uh, so that's you know a couple of weeks away. And there's a new restaurant. I think it uh, it's either the best new restaurant of, and by new restaurant, I mean in 2019, uh, either the best or one of the two or three best. Uh, it's called Bar Francis. It's on, uh, uh, it's uptown on, I want to say Arabella Street, but that's not it. It's, uh, wait a minute, I'll tell you in a second. Ferret Street. It's on Ferret Street. Really good place, kind of a French uh, French style of everything, and uh, they're doing a special menu on the on Thursday, February seventh. It's a paired dinner uh, with wines, uh, uh, sparkling wines from all around the world, and uh, they have a special menu for it. You can uh, have Murder Point oysters. I wonder why that's becoming famous lately. Murder Point, Murder Point, unless I'm mistaken. Is uh, on New Eng- uh, in uh, uh, the 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 Long Island, as they say it around New York City. It's uh, am I wrong about that? Am I confusing it with something else? But I think that's where it is. Why are we serving their oysters here? I don't know. They're doing it with strawberries and black pepper meringue. I would think our our oysters would be better for that. Anyway, it's the same species, you know. The New Yorker, uh, you know, New York and New. Uh, uh, Northeastern, all along there, that same oysters that we have here, except ours are better, I think. Uh, and they're serving that with a uh, uh, Brut Natura Rosé Mendoza from Mendoza in Argentina. Uh, and then their first course, that was kind of like a little appetizer to that oyster. Uh, beet cured salmon, that's an interesting sounding thing, with fennel pastrami creme fraiche. <laughs> wow, a lot going in there. Bagel crispies. Louisiana Naval Vinaigrette, Naval-like as in the oranges. Uh, they're serving that with Enrico Serafino Altalanga Zero Brut from
from Piedmont in that, that's in northern Italy. That's uh, where those wines come from. Wonderful wines from there. Had one last night, in fact. Uh, second course, English peas with lobster and champagne butter and green peppercorns and grape nut and mint gremolata. Again, you know, changing the classic recipe for something like gremolata just to, you know, add some different things on it. Non-vintage domain Camille Bron Cremant d'Alsace Brut. Alsace in France, they make that. That's a, that's a nice wine for the price, too. It's a bubbly wine from up where they make uh, uh, a lot of other Beaujolais. No, Beaujolais? No, no, that's, that, that's not there. Uh, mostly white wines and very dry. Intermezzo white grapes and basil with uh, another Catalonia wine from Spain. Third course is a filet with sweet potato dauphinoise, Swiss chard, black truffle sour, cherry beef reduction, non-vintage Rotorer Estate Brut with uh, Anderson Valley, uh, from Anderson Valley, California. That's a really great area for, for getting bubbly wines. Fourth course, strawberry and lime gooey cake. Have you ever had a gooey cake that you liked? I think it's a stupid dessert. I mean, it's one that I really despise. I've I've had it three or four times in three or four different restaurants, and for the life of me, I can't imagine why they would put that on. Anyway, uh, that's being served at this dinner with uh, non-vintage, and you probably notice that most bubbly wines are non-vintage. Uh, Henri Goutarbe Cuvée Prestige Brut, and that's a true champagne, truly from France, the, the Champagne region. Now, here's the amazing aspect of this, and this is something that really caught my attention with this restaurant. The name of the restaurant, again, is Bar Francis, F-A-R-N-C-E-S. It's on um, for Red Street. That whole dinner I just told you about, four courses with a couple little extras, too, 75 bucks. Doesn't include tax and tip. You have to pay that, too. The chef is uh, Chef Marcus Woodham, who is there the whole time. And they even put a, qu- a French quote in here for you. In victory, you deserve champagne. In defeat, you need it. Napoleon said that. <laughs> it must be true. Let me anyway. uh, make a, a little correction here for you. I, uh, I got something wrong? Yeah, what did I Burger do? Point I, oysters. They, yeah. they are actually grown now in the Gulf of Mexico off the oh, coast of Alabama. Okay, and, it's, it's, uh, so it's a variety of uh, oysters that they're raising here right. instead uh-huh. of there. Okay, uh, the original uh, it's it's called long line. In other words, the spores are on lines that are uh, that yeah. are in the ocean. This was developed in Australia and uh, transplanted right off the coast of uh, Alabama, where they have a unique. Uh, a, a unique growing area. I think a certain mm. salinity or something like that. Uh, anyway, that's oh. that's where these Murder Point oysters are coming to us from. Oh, okay. Well, that's good to know. But the Murder Point is that around there, or is it uh, is it a New York variety? I think I'm just confusing it with something else. It, it's in prison. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, there we go. All right. Well, thank you for that. It's the food show. It's the, the information you find on this program. I don't know how you can not listen to it every single day. Anyway, back to uh, this, this special menu I just gave you. It is at uh, Francis, uh, Bar Francis uh, on uh, Ferret Street. Here, I'll give you the exact address, 4525 Ferret Street. The phone number to make a reservation for this dinner 
is uh, 504-371-5043. And I would imagine, I mean, this is such a bargain uh, that that would be, I'll bet you that one sells out pretty quickly. And it's all bubbly wine. So, you know, the, the ladies, th- this might sound like uh, like a drawing a, a, a fake, uh, what, what am I trying to say here? Anyway, uh, they, uh, the ladies love bubbly wines. I know all of the ladies that have ever been in my life, especially the one uh, that I gave most of my wife to and happy to have done so, uh, my wife, she just loves, loves bubbly champagne bubbly wines something nice about it if you ever want to give somebody a gift of wine and you're not sure what they might like to drink get them champagne everybody loves champagne everybody loves champagne is there anyone listening to me right now who does not like champagne call me up and tell me about it 2606368 is our telephone number and uh, I sure wish you would use it. I mean, you, you you don't use it enough. Once in a while. That's yeah. All right, we'll come back with more of the food show, and uh, hopefully we'll uh, have some conversation for you. I'm also going to check my emails here to see if anyone has written anything in about that. So it's wonderful to be here with you talking about the food show. And uh, talking about food, the show, we don't have to talk about because it is talking or something like that. Two six zero six three six eight. We'd love to hear from you about anything that you have been cooking or anything that you'd like to learn how to cook or if you, uh, about a restaurant that you've been to. I have a question of you, if you can help me with this. I was just going through the emails here while uh, we were talking, while we were listening to the commercials, and uh, I got a uh, an, an email from a uh, public relations agency that tells me about the uh, – uh, uh, one of their clients, apparently, uh, is uh, here in New Orleans, and they wanted to know if I wanted to do a big feature on the, their new place. Uh, and I might because uh, I, it's, it sounds interesting, and I know that it, there's a trend going on towards this around the country, but I, I didn't know the place existed. And even after looking through their, uh, their uh, PR stuff here, their, their press release, I still don't know where it is. Uh, it's somewhere around New Orleans, it says here. And it's called Pokey Works. Wait, is that the name of it? No, yeah, Pokey Works. Pokey, P-O-K-E. This is a, uh, a dish that is native to Hawaii. And uh, there are many, many different forms of it, but the one that you most often find involves usually tuna or salmon sometimes. Served cold like sushi, except that it's been marinated, uh, marinated in some a marinade that ha- that has a good little punch to it. it. Not only in terms of spiciness, but other flavors too. And it's served cold usually, although not always. And it's not always seafood. It's it's a huge range of, of possible dishes. And the, but apparently there is one in New Orleans. And the way that I the article here that they send along leads me to believe that there are several of them in other parts of the country and that they're figuring on opening more than one of them here. I wonder if anybody has been to this place. It's called Pokey Works, P-O-K-E-W-O-R-K-S. 
and I would tell you where it was, but I'm looking over this uh, press release. It's at uh, 3413 <clears throat> Veterans Memorial Boulevard, Building 119 <clears throat> in Metairie. Oh, yeah? Where'd mm-hmm. you get that information? I have all of this at my fingertips. Uh, do you? Really? That's amazing. Well, and so where is it? It's, uh, give me the address. It's in again. Metairie. It's on Veterans. Metairie. Yeah. And it's, it's 3413 uh, Veterans. 3413. So that mm-hmm. would be somewhere in the general vicinity of uh, Lakeside Mall. Maybe yeah. it's mm-hmm. in Lakeside Mall for all yeah. we know. It's, uh, it's, it's, yeah, as a matter of fact. That's probably, it's, okay, it's so right, it's in Right Lakeside. in that area right yeah. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's good to know. But I've had pokey in a few restaurants here and there. It's usually served as an appetizer. And if you have a taste for sushi, you will probably like pokey. Also, if you've liked, uh, you know, there's this Middle Eastern, excuse me, not Middle Eastern, there's Caribbean-style dishes that are a lot like this. Uh, but that doesn't make it any better or worse. Oh, look. This, oh, no, no, that's the thing that they were sending me. 260-6368. Anybody been to this place? Pokey? Pokey Works, New Orleans is the name of it. P-O-K-E-W-O-R-K-S all run together. And they're asking me if I have a healthy design dining uh, destination or anything else I'm working on. Oh, well, it's mighty nice of them to keep me straight on that, make sure I keep working. 260-6368 is our telephone number. Uh, What's been eating you? What have you been eating? We'd love to hear from you about either one of those. If I can help you with anything, and if you can help me, well, I guess I, I didn't need much help. We just threw this right to our producer and uh, Douglas, and he handled it with a I, I, with with a, a what, what's that word? Uh, I used I, I used to be able to think of it. Aplomb. Uh, with with uh, you did it with aplomb. Aplomb. Yeah. A a p l o m b. Aplomb. Yeah. Done it. Done it with well. a silent okay, b. With a B? Okay. A Silent B, one that does not well, buzz. Oh, okay. A plow. Like that? Two six oh six three six eight. Today when I was talking to the doctor and we were going over the medications that I have to mostly for, for blood pressure as if you care at all. But not that you should, but uh, anyhow, I said, and there's this one that I take every day and it's that's the only way I can figure out how to say this. And he said, oh, I said, yeah, that's it. It turns out he just ate, he, he talked that way all the time. <laughs> I'm just making that up. 2606368. You know what I saw the other day on TV? I was just wasting time. It was late at night. There was nothing on television that was worth watching. And uh, I just was poking around looking for something else. And I came up with a one-hour-long interview with Groucho Marx. It was on a, a talk show that I never listened to before, and so I don't remember his name. But uh, Groucho was on there for a, a full hour, and he was just himself. You know, he, he wasn't really being interviewed. He was just being Groucho for an hour. And I'll tell you what, if I ever wanted to imitate anybody in terms of humor... He would be the one I would. I mean, he he is so or was so brilliant. Um, there's one where you you probably have seen this before in some other movie because it was copied a lot. But it was Groucho who first came up with it. He goes into a uh, he goes into a uh, pharmacy and he walks up to the uh, the druggist and he says, 
uh, I'm looking for uh, something, and he's and he tells tells the uh, the guy what he's looking for, and he says uh, the pharmacist says, okay, yes, walk this way, please, and he walks away, kind of bent over and swinging his his arms and looking kind of silly, and Groucho looks at him and says, if I could walk like that, I wouldn't need the talcum powder. <laughs> that was a great line, and uh, so it was like a, a whole hour of that. And it's on, uh, what's the, what's that thing that you go to, to to watch old TV shows and records being produced and all that? That's, that's uh, That has a name, but I can't remember what it is. I don't go to it much. You know what I'm talking about? 2606368. 2606368. I would recommend that. Do a, do a search on uh, Groucho Marx and uh, get this one-hour-long interview. It's, it's just really good. If you have a sense of humor at all, there are some people who would not find that funny. It's, it's certain things, are, you know, it's like uh, like the the uh, Three Stooges. Um, you know that there are people for whom that is not funny at all, and and, and uh, well, I'm I'm drifting off into a useless place. Two six zero six three six eight. You were asking earlier about yeah. uh, people's favorite candy bar. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Favorite candy bar, uh, because there, we, we learned today that one of the worst candies that was ever out, I mean, just in terms of taste and candy likeness, uh, were those uh, those little heart-shaped candies that you get uh, around Valentine's Day. Uh, they, they call them, uh, wait, they have a name for those. Uh, anyway, they conversation uh, not, hearts. It's kind of, it's conversation. conversation hearts. Mm-hmm. They're not making them this year. The company that makes has always made them. Says we're not. We we have to redo this because it's a new company. They've run out of chalk yeah. and sugar. I think is what it was. I don't know. That's chalk. Like That's a, yeah, That's a, I think you got it. Pretty much anyway. Yeah. Anyway, uh, my, my favorite yeah. candy bar. I two of them. Yeah. As a matter of fact, uh, yeah. they're pretty much the same thing. It's Mounds yeah. and Almond Joy. Yeah, you know what's the main difference between those two things? Sometimes you feel like a nut, and sometimes <laughs> you don't. Oh, you bit for the commercial big time then, didn't you? Oh, yeah. No, there's mm-hmm. a, uh, that's that's probably true, but one of them has dark chocolate on the outside, and the other one has milk chocolate on the outside. Which is which? I don't care. You don't care? No, well, I don't. It makes them very care. different. I like, you know, I like, yeah. I like the, um, well, it... The, the, what happens in your mouth is that the chocolate goes into the coconut, and it sort of, <laughs> you know, melts yeah. inside there and uh-huh. romps around your taste buds uh, for a while. And, yeah. Um, that's why I like it. And, it, you know, sometimes you want to bite down on something, and you have it in Almond Joy. Well, maybe I'm thinking about this too much, uh, and I ought to just relax a little bit. But the the Almond Joy... Is made with the, the milk, the milk chocolate, but the almonds seem to me would be better with the dark chocolate. So you know, I'd I'd love to see them switch it once in a while, just as a variation on the theme, just to see. But uh, I would prefer it with dark chocolate and almonds in the middle rather than the coconut and the uh, and or yeah, what. Anyway, uh, that's uh, you know here's an, another uh, worthless, but for some and I don't know why I still remember this, but back when I was working at the Time Saver a million years ago, put myself through high school and college, 
uh, all candy bars in that era, this would have been in the mid-1960s, all the candy bars on the shelf were a nickel, every single one of them with two exceptions. Mounds and Almond Joy were each 10 cents. It was a more expensive candy. I guess I made a statement about them, that it was at a different level from all the other candy bars out there. That's the way we treated it anyway. Well, it was two. You had two in there. You You had two. So, I mean, it was a nickel apiece, right? Two. What? Yeah. Two and one. Yeah. I guess you could put it that way, but it was was 10 cents for two of them. And well worth every penny. I thought so. Yeah. I always used to eat a lot of those back in the old, old days. I worked in the store that had the icy machines for the first time ever. I was the first guy to make an icy in New Orleans, 2606368. You see all these distinctions that I have? Put them on my resume and stuff. Did you get a medal for that? I mean, you, huh? Do you have something you hang on the well, wall? Well, I haven't gotten says, one yet. You, know, you never can A paper can plate tell. with some writing on it or anything? Uh, if, uh, if I ever reach the point where I feel like I can get away with retiring, which is not something I look forward to, by the way. Uh, I don't ever want to do that, actually. Uh, but if I ever find myself with a lot of free time, I would like to write a, a big, uh, maybe even a book about my time saver years and the things I saw and the things that happened and uh, and a whole bunch of other things. I started writing it once, and I really loved the way it was going, but I didn't have time to give it. I wonder if anybody would be interested in something like that. Probably not. Two six zero six three six eight. Although you never know. Two six zero six three six zero. I'm still trying to get somebody to call us right now. We could really use somebody. We only have a couple minutes left. Uh, huh? What? Oh, our program is sponsored by the Grill. You know, I almost went to the Grill the other day uh, because I was in the mood for one of the things that they make there uh, that they do pretty well. Apple pie is as popular as it is because it's good. And think about how few restaurants there are that serve any kind of apple pie. You would think that this would at least be a a pie that you would see fairly often as pies go, but you don't see them hardly at all, and you don't see too many pies for that matter. Well, they have them on the menu along with a whole bunch of other pies. And one that I would recommend to you is a uh, coconut cream pie over there. And uh, a lot of these are made in-house. Some of them are, come from other bakeries. But it's first-class work. They also are very famous for their pecan pie. That's one that they definitely make in-house. They also make their own uh, cheesecake. That's always been a specialty, not only there at the grill, but also over at the uh, restaurant that spun off the grill, and that's the Camellia Grill, the Camellia Grill, which has been around since the 30s, I think, the 1930s, a long, long time at any rate, uh, the Camellia Grill, and the people who run the grill came from the, and the same people that run the Camellia Grill, so if, if you remember that, then you might find the grill to be in a nicer, uh, maybe easier to get to area for you. It's on Veterans Highway right before you get to Causeway Boulevard, 
And there's a shopping center there that didn't exist about four years ago. It was just some empty lots. And then somebody finally bought it and made it into a center. And uh, what comes out of that is that uh, the grill is right next door to Trader Joe's. So it's easy enough to find. They are open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And uh, they do a great job with sandwiches. They have a great burger. They have omelets, omelets, omelets till the ends of the earth, omelets that are really great. And it's all at The Grill. And by the way, who is on the phone? David. David, David, welcome to the food show. Hi, Tom. Hi. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Hi. Um. Oh, I wanted to give a report on a poke. How do you say it? Poke or pokey? What? Pokey is the way I've always heard it said, but I don't know. There might That's be another. Like. Yeah. Well, there's one on uh, Elysian Fields and, or no, it's on St. Claude, kind of down yeah. close to the Walgreens and the Bywater. I thought maybe it's uh, hmm. Marini by that point. And uh, I found it to be really good. Oh, yeah, and okay. you're right. It's kind of like sushi. It's considerably less expensive. Oh, <laughs> well, I guess it is. Then sushi, yeah. Well, yeah. when you go out for sushi, there's the, the sake yeah. and the side dishes and the hot dishes and it all yeah. adds up. It's kind of a more, a better experience. Oh, but you don't I'm have to tell me about how much money you can run up in a sushi bar. You could really spend it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've done it. Yeah. Yeah, but it's too. one of my favorite uh, nights out. If you're really going to go do it up, sushi is yeah. one of my favorite things to What's your favorite sushi bar? Enjoy. Do you have a favorite? Uh, it used to be a place called Hiranoia on Huidris, I think. Paranoia. Oh, oh, yeah. That They were really good, and it, it, it was a nice family. And I got to yeah. know them pretty well. We actually did an eat club there a couple of different times. And they they were doing some food in there that was totally unlike any what anybody else was doing. But they decided yeah. to retire about three four years ago, and that's that's why they're not there anymore. They were kind of in a class of their own when it comes to sushi. But I like the Saki Cafe on uh, Magazine. I like that yeah. place. Yeah, that's a <laughs> that's a great a... looking uh, building that they're in. It's very comfortable, and you can always get a table. You know what that used to yeah. be? You do know what um, it used to be. Me? It looks yeah. like it. You, I don't know. Uh, an IHOP. <laughs> it, it, no, it used to be a and b and b drugstore. Yeah. Anyway, cool. it's it also has a wonderful Big. advantage on Magazine Street in that they have a large parking lot. Parking lot. Yeah. yeah. Very, very handy. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, also, I, I vote that you uh, that you complete the book on the time saver. I, I, I think that there would be a lot of interest in that. Yeah, you know, because I doubt that there were a whole lot of people who worked for them who were literate. Because uh, I, yeah. you know, met a lot of these guys over the years. And and, and you know what? I, as I'm telling you this, I'm thinking, you know, I better get on with this project soon because I know the man who started it. I know him personally. Uh, not just from my having worked for him for a long time, but just because he's a great guy. And his son mm-hmm. and his son's son became friends of ours when we were all in Boy Scouts together. So uh, I have a connection with these people. And uh, it'll be, you know, yeah, that's that's i got to write that book. Was it just a New Orleans chain, or did they branch was, into Mississippi? It, and 
they never got to Mississippi, but they got pretty far on the North Shore. Uh, but they didn't okay. go too much farther than that. It was locally owned completely from the beginning, and then they wound up selling it to a national. Uh, one, it was a supermarket chain, actually. I can't remember which mm-hmm. one it was. And that was kind of the end of it. They changed the name, and it, you know, I don't know why anybody would do something as dumb as that. That's like the the, the people who bought K and B. Why would you throw away that name recognition? Just to oh, in years so that, and years of building a brand that's very oh, beloved by locals, it, it seemed crazy. Yeah. yeah, that bar, the Circle Bar on uh, on Lee Circle or whatever it's called now, uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah, a tiny little bar. It's been there forever. They got the clock, the K and B clock. Oh, did they? That used no to kidding. be yeah, that used to be in that K and B that was on the Circle. Yeah, and I think huh. it's still in that bar, hanging from the ceiling. It was so large they had to mount it onto the ceiling so it's kind of like uh-huh. the the roof of the bar above where the bands play that bar has been there for a long long time i remember when i was working at the figaro newspaper which was about five steps away from that bar uh, uh-huh. we used to go in there all the time and have have drinks when we needed some inspiration you know how it goes the, the figaro was on writer. my next corner kind of uh yeah, it was going uh, towards Canal Street, right? Yeah, they had to tear down the building they were in to 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 uh, put the uh, the extension of the 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 uh, traffic that went right. overhead. All right, well, we uh, thank you very right. much for okay. allowing me to anyway. uh, and having some memories of that. Yeah, see you later. All right, well, have a good one. Bye. Bye. It's the food show. Wow, we covered some territory with that one. Well, we're going to come back tomorrow and do another food show, and uh, this time we'll be in the studio. And I think we have somebody coming over to visit us tomorrow, too. Let's see. Check my calendar. Uh, No, maybe not. Well, we'll find out. Stay tuned. Lots and lots coming from the CBS Sports Network. And talk to you tomorrow. Have a good evening. Have a good dinner. Good night. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.